Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can a narcissist really change? Like, is it possible? What's actually going on when people talk about a narcissist changing or when they see a narcissist on the platform that is changing? Yeah, I might be talking about me. So when we talk about this, if you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I meet with people every single day across the globe to try to help people get clarity from the confusion and the crazy making of what they've been through in narcissistic abuse. I know what I'm talking about and I'm able to portray and talk through things that they don't understand because of my journey in narcissism and how I've been emotionally and mentally abusive to other people. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge to help you find yourself again. You can access that at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, hit subscribe. And just hit that notification so you can get notified when we drop new videos, when we do live Q&As, and when we interact on the channel. So a lot of times people talk about this aspect of can a narcissist change. And a huge part of it is a lot of people want the narcissist to change, right? Like they want them to get better. They want to be able to have a good relationship. Oftentimes they just want them to be aware. Like, can they just be aware of their negative actions? Can they just be aware of what they're actually doing? And if they are, will that change them? So I want to talk to you today about the fact that narcissists can't change, uh, what's required for change, what change would actually look like, and then is it actually possible? Are they actually capable? So when we're talking about this first aspect, the narcissist can't change, you normally hear they're incapable of it. Like it is impossible. Like a narcissist can't self-reflect. So there's no way that they could ever do that. Like they can't actually move forward and be aware of what they're doing. And so they can't change. A lot of times you're dealing with people as a society in, in narcissism that don't think anything is wrong. I didn't think anything was wrong with me. I thought I was the best and the perfect person. And I did. I would brag about it. I would say stuff about it. I would tell my wife that. Like there was a lot of different things. So I was like, I'm perfect. Like it's hard dealing with such a perfect person, right? Like there was things that I wanted to believe that weren't necessarily true, but I wanted to believe that. And you understand with this whole change aspect, there's people that are like, but I just want to be there for them. I want to wake them up. I want to fix them. And you can't fix them. Like there's nothing you can do to fix or mold or morph or make another person actually change. And if they do change or modify stuff for you, it'll be short-lived and then they'll revert right back because they're not actually doing it for them. Now, in this aspect of like trying to get people to be aware so that they do change, you need to understand there is a lot of narcissists out there that are aware, that are aware of their behavior, that are aware of their toxicity. This is why a lot of times they hide what they're doing because they're aware that it is damaging and hurtful to other people, but they don't care. And a narcissistic relationship, a narcissist cares about themselves. In my relationship, I would only care about myself. In the cheating and in the affairs, I would only care about myself. No one else mattered, only me. And a lot of times it feels like it's impossible for a narcissist to change because it's a disorder. 
because they're incapable of it because it's not able to happen, right? Because typically what you're looking at is you aren't able to get underneath the surface to figure out what's actually going on and for them to actually be real with themselves because it's very shallow because everything is hidden below that mask. And when we talk about a narcissist, when we talk about what's actually going on, we talk about this mask. You see, the mask is there to be able to hide the narcissist from you. The mask is there to be able to put up something that says, hey, you are going to see only one aspect of me. You're not going to get below. You're very, I'm very shallow. You're not going to get below the surface to actually see what's going on inside. To not actually see the vulnerability that I'm afraid to be able to give. The shame and the blame and the guilt that I'm putting on myself that I don't want to admit is actually there because of who I am, because of what I've done, whatever it might be. So there's always this constant like running and hiding and typically that hiding involves putting on a mask, putting on a certain persona, an idea, and you're not able to see that. So when we're talking about narcissism, we're normally talking about it stemming from some type of trauma or some type of mental or emotional stress that puts in a place to produce narcissism, okay? It's not like you're born with it. It's not like you're put at a place where, oh, your parents had this, now you had it. Now, is that person higher susceptible to it? Yes, absolutely, because you're a product of your upbringing, like you're a product of your environment. So whether that's you went through a traumatic experience, whether that's you grew up in a narcissistic household, there might be a, a higher propensity for you to either be a narcissist or you to get with a narcissist down the road, depending on how you lean, how you learn, what things you process, especially when we're processing guilt and shame and how that actually matters. So the thing you need to understand is it stems from that and it stems from all these different things to get to the place that they are the way they are. Okay, and there's like nine different traits. We're not going to dive into all that. Just didn't know like, hey, they're incapable of change because they're not able to self-reflect. There's no, they don't think anything's wrong with them. They're aware, but they don't care. Like all these different things. There's a mask. Like they're not willing to actually get underneath. So if there's this aspect here of like, can they actually change? We need to actually talk through what's required to change. Like how is this actually going to happen if a narcissist was going to change? Well, the first aspect would have to be self-awareness. Now, this could be a gradual thing. This could be something that they learn. But with self-awareness, there's this piece of like, you have to be able to look and have like self-introspection of like, wait a second, what did I just do? Like, how did this actually come across? How did this actually hurt people? A lot of times people say that they're not possible to have, be self-aware. A lot of nurses are self-aware. They just don't care. Same thing with empathy. A lot of times people say narcissists have no empathy. If the DSM-5 even reads they lack empathy, doesn't mean they're incapable of empathy, doesn't mean they don't have empathy. There's a big aspect of empathy being something that brings about shame if that person is giving empathy over something they did wrong. So like if I did something wrong that hurts my wife, I don't want to give that empathy. Even though I know I need to give that empathy, I don't want to give that empathy because of the fact if I do, it validates what she's going through. It validates that I did something. It validates that I am wrong. It validates that I am bad. Okay, so like that's the mindset. That's the thought process that we walk down. So what's required to change? Okay, we talk about self-awareness, talk about this empathy piece. But what we're really looking at is first off, therapy. Okay, a narcissist that says they're changing and they're not in therapy is a bunch of crap. Like it's just, it's just not there. Like you're not able to actually change and like grow without being in a support system that is a professional support system. Therapy, counseling, like there has to be stuff there that is helping the narcissist look outside themselves to understand, whoa, this life isn't all about me. There's actually other people that matter. Like 
big surprise, but like that's like a piece of it, okay? The motivation needs to be required, has to be their own. It can't be you, it can't be someone else, it can't be the kids, it can't be anything else because all that motivation will fade and fall away without a direct correlation to this is why I want to change and that coming from them, not from you. One of the biggest things that's required with change that I talk about on my channel is honesty, to tell the truth. Majority of time, people out there do not tell the truth and do not want to tell the truth. There's a lot of people that are running away from the truth and that includes survivors and that includes narcissists. A narcissist is running away from the truth because they don't want to acknowledge who they are under the mask. They don't want to acknowledge what they've done. They don't want to acknowledge how they feel. So it's easier to run from the truth than it is to be wrong, than it is to deal with shame, than it is to deal with guilt. It's easier to run away than it is to change. With that honesty, I normally take it to honesty 2.0, which would be vulnerability. Like not just honest about the past and the present, but then vulnerable about the emotions, about the feelings, about what's actually going on inside. That's the piece that you normally don't see as well, but that's also required for healthy change. You see, if I'm unwilling to be vulnerable, then I can't identify and can't say this is where I'm at. You see, once I identify this is where I'm at, then I know this is the direction I need to go. This is how I can get to the place that I need to get to. But I have to be able to identify that through that honesty and that vulnerability piece to see how I need to grow. The other aspect that I talk about too is the consistency of that change. And what this comes down to is the relentless pursuit to become better, the relentless pursuit to expose the things that are inside so that I grow and continue to change and develop to be the person that I was called to be. So required to change, therapy, honesty, vulnerability, and consistency in doing that. So you might be asking like, wait a second, like my narcissist like says they're changing, like I see people and they say they're changing, what's that actually look like? What does that change actually look like? How do I know if they're actually changing? Well, a huge part of this is comes down to simply the honesty, the vulnerability and consistent change. Like you have to see those things. If you don't see those things demonstrated, then it's not there. So you need to understand that first off. But then also you need to be looking at, looking if they're changing, you need to be able to quantify it. Like how do we actually see, is this changing? Like are they reducing the things that they've been saying they've been, they'll reduce? Are they actually growing in these areas? So you have to quantify it. You have to put it time sensitive. You have to label it. It has to be like smart goals where you're able to look at it and say, this person has not been changing. I'm tracking it and they have not been changing, period. They, they yell at me five times a week, then they yell at me 10 times a week, then it's five times a week, then it's 20 times a week. Like they're not changing, it's not going down. So therefore, not changing, okay? Um, there's also this piece of like honesty that a lot of times narcissists won't wanna do and that's the complete transparency and giving up all control of the things that they have. So that may, might be control of the phone, control of their location, control of like access to all the passwords and stuff. Like all these things we see, especially in like cheating relationships, it's like, okay, I wanna build trust, so I'm gonna give you complete and utter control. I'm not gonna have any of it. You have access anytime, you can check anything. And this is not the narcissist saying like, oh, you can check my phone anytime. No, that's a way to be able to try to manipulate you. Like this is them being like, you have access to my phone, so like I can be sitting at work and you can be logging into Instagram and you can see exactly what I'm doing. So like that's what I'm saying, like complete transparency. If there's an actually a possibility of that change, there needs to be trust built and that's gonna, gonna come with complete transparency. Also, there's this aspect of that change needs to look like them taking responsibility and confronting the things that there's going on inside. Confronting that change, that's gonna take self-reflection, that's gonna take apologizing, it's gonna take coming back to the surface, okay? Um, so with this, a lot of times people say narcissists aren't capable of change. 
While I agree with that to a degree, I don't think that's all of the sentence that needs to be said. A narcissist is incapable of change if they are unwilling to be honest. That's really what it comes down to because when we see people that engage with honesty and they're like, hey, I'm willing to be 100% honest and transparent of who I am, what I've done, and where I need to go, I'm like, okay, we can work with that. We can start building a plan to develop you into the person that you want to be. We can start to help you get rid of some of those toxic traits, to reduce the things that are actually impacting and hurting other people, and we can help you in that process. Last but not least, like if you think you're a narcissist or if you think you have a narcissist that's changing or you're unsure, let's talk. Let's work through it to be able to see what are the demonstrations, what are the actions, what are the things that are actually happening. Maybe you're even watching this today and you're a narcissist and you're like, well, I want to see about changing. Well, let's talk as well. I meet with a lot of different narcissists to try to help wake them up or to try to help give them some tips and tools and tricks to be able to move forward in their growth, in their healing, and in their change. The hard thing is like making sure that you're actually engaged with that honesty. So whether you're a narcissist or whether you're a survivor, how much are you bringing in honesty to the table of saying, this is the truth, this is where I am, and this is the direction I want to go? Okay, so if you want to if you want to interact sometime, if you want to uh, meet up and we can talk through, do a Zoom call, be able to see this is where you are, this is what's demonstrated. Go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one on ones. Would love to be able to help with you to get you to the place of that healing, to change that healing journey into a growth mindset, and have you continue moving forward to heal, grow, change, and develop.